against the Rose Pod. We are live, ladies and gentlemen, back from the Jackrabbit Boxing Academy here in Long Beach, California. I'm Gio Garcia here alongside Christian Mosqueda. We have a whole bunch of special guests in the building. We are back. First of all, thank you guys for having us back, man. Let's go ahead and do the intros. Chris, once again, we got 16-year-old sensation, soon-to-be pro, right? Multi-time amateur national champion. Mr. H2O, Ashton, Silk in the building. Hit him with that round of applause, man. Welcome back, Ashton. Thanks for being here with us. To his left, to our right on our screen, we have his father and trainer, Mr. Ivan. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for hosting us, man. We appreciate it. And uh, of course, to Ashton's right, his other trainer. Thank you for hosting us once again, Mr. Trevor Sambrano. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Man, thank you guys all for tuning in. If you're tuning in live from YouTube, man, make sure to get your questions off. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to have a lot of spe other special guests here who are uh, watching us here from the, live from the gym. A lot of these young gentlemen will be doing, making their professional debuts, man, and we'll get into it. But first of all, uh, how's everybody doing today? Great. Great. Man, thank you guys once again for, for hosting us, man. Great venue here at the Jack Rabbit Boxing Gym. And if you guys are in tune with our YouTube and Instagram, we did take some footage. So make sure to check that out and more videos coming soon. All right. But first of all, man, whoever wants to take the floor on this question. Trevor, you know you're, Trevor, you're, I was going to take the <laughs> Ashton and a lot of these guys here who, whom we're going to be introducing soon, they're going professionals pretty damn soon. All right. Why now? Uh, Why now? You know, as we know, we're, we got COVID going on. And so amateur boxing, for the most part, has been shut down because of COVID. And we don't know when it's going to be back. Um, I can't say with all certainty that it would be back within the next year. I know that the Olympics have been postponed. There's been a lot of lots of talk about whether uh, or not Ashton was going to go out for the 2024 Olympic team. He's not the only national champion in here. We have a, a bunch of other you know, young men that are, that are also national champions that would have been able to line themselves up for that, but um, everything got halted. Uh, you know, we want to keep our guys busy, and, uh, you know, it's it's one thing to say that with a lot of young men that we have in here that are even 17 or 16, and sometimes even 15, that they've actually sparred against uh, current world champions or prospects or contenders or ex-world champions, and Ashton has certainly been a standout uh, now for a couple of years uh, when, he, when, he, when he works with that sort of talent. And knowing that, you know, and talking to talking to Ivan and, and, and such, and having such a strong belief in uh, in Ash and, and the other the other kids that are coming along and turning with them, we just decided, hey, instead of, instead of waiting for everything to straighten itself out with COVID, why don't we uh, why don't we we take the initiative and make it happen? So, hey. 
want to follow up with that? He said it all. I mean, Ash had been wanting to turn pro since he was 15. Okay. I'm, I'm the one that held him back, mm. held him back, but he's been ready since he was 15. Yeah. You know, we took a couple fights when he was 15. He won a couple nationals. Mm -hmm. He just, he wasn't enthused with the amateurs anymore. Okay. He, he went overseas. He mm -hmm. won, what is it, two international titles. He fought <clears throat> almost every country besides Cuba. Mm -hmm. You know, shine don't outshine them. So it was time. Yeah. I was just, I just wanted his body to mature. He was always mature mentally. I just wanted it to be the right time. And with everything happening, you know, I, I see this as the right time. Okay. So a lot of people want to take that Olympic route. You guys mentioned it. It's been a lot of uncertainty due to COVID. Uh, is there a part of you, uh, Ashton, that uh, that is going to miss that? You know, is there is there a party that's like, mm -hmm. no? I'm fine with this. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't trust the Olympics anyways. <laughs> now, it was more, I, I tried to lobby um, to a couple of guys to get Ashton to go into the Olympics 2021. I mean, his talent is there. Mm -hmm. You know, his talent is there. Um, he's, you know, handling himself with pros mm -hmm. with no headgear on. Okay. You know, his talent is there, but, you know, they kept on shortstopping. He's 16. He's mm -hmm. 16. Okay, you know, yeah. just move for it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't see him waiting around for another four years. Okay. Yeah, so. there, there are some guys that already made their debuts, other guys that are going to make their debuts. Some of them are close friends. What do they tell you about that first fight? What are some things that they, you know, tell you like, be look forward to this or, or do this? I haven't had too many people tell me okay. uh, stuff about the pros. Okay. Well, about my like first fight yet. So, um, mm. I'm just trying to keep it the same as the amateurs, kind of a little bit more mature about it. But this is kind of the same feeling to me. Mm -hmm. All right. What what does what does other family members tell you? You know, you are 16. You're still technically, you know. Uh, very, very young. What do they tell you about you making your, your debut? Well, I, it's mandatory that I got to win. Like, everybody coming down, well, supposedly they're saying. So, you know what I mean? It's a must that I got to win or it's be a disappointment. Yeah. I, I was joking with you. I was looking at your guys' stories. I was like, they're in Mexico. I was like, they're in Mexico. They're not there for the tacos, you know? Like, there's, there's... So that, that was a clue. I was like, I think they're going to, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen, so. You know, I was excited to see that, and we're excited to see that debut. We're going to be keeping a close eye. Is there a place where we can see that fight for the people that are, that are tuning in? We're gonna uh, we're gonna set something up on Jack Rabbit's Instagram okay. and um, the YouTube. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna stream it live. Okay. So cool. um, if not, all else fails, just go to Jack Rabbit's uh, the link in the bio. Mm -hmm. Either it's gonna be our YouTube, or it might be their their okay. promotional company uh, YouTube. So. Regardless, you guys are gonna yeah. be able to see it. Just go to Jack Rabbit. There go to link in the bio. Awesome. Ivan and I had, had a. We actually worked uh, two weeks of fights in the last month in Mexico, and so the show that they actually do in Rosarito, they do a really good job at it. Um, they do have it streamed. So for all those folks out there that are excited to see uh, Ashton turn and want to see his, his first uh, debut as a professional, they're definitely gonna have that chance if it's not with us. And uh, there's a bunch of other young men that we have that you're gonna be able to check out as well. So we got we got you dialed. We got you ready. Yeah, uh, can you go ahead and name some of those guys? Because they will be joining us here uh, shortly. Oh, I know, yeah. sincere, you talked about Rosarito, Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. He made his pro debut there. He made his pro debut. Uh, you know, Ivan and I were just incredibly happy with him. Uh, he, he, man, out of all the fighters that I've ever been involved with that have debuted, debuted as a professional, he did an incredible job. Um, he really looked like a professional that, that was around his, 
his fifth to eighth fight. There wasn't any weird stuff going on. And, uh, you know, it was a little pre-tightness during the warm-up. I, I said this to uh, someone close to me. Ivan, came in, and, and he was able to calm him down and get his nerves kind of in check. And uh, from there, man, it, everything, uh, it, it went smooth, smooth as butter. So... Now, I had the privilege of watching some of these gentlemen spar yesterday. Uh, can you go ahead and name them, please? Yeah, so we got, we got uh, Andreas uh, that, that, that's turning pro. Um, we've got Mendoza. Mendoza. We've got uh, mm -hmm. Javion, which will be uh, joining here. can introduce himself. Obviously, we have Sincere Brooks that's back up. Javion's making his pro debut. Making his, uh, we've got Hess that's returning. He's 2-0 uh, and right now, so he's returning for his third fight. Coming out of retirement uh we got yeah we got uh a guy named uh, nehemiah williams uh better known as nemo from brooklyn hey. that's uh having his having a fight and uh, am i forgetting anybody this is so many of them oh that's it that's six of them yeah that's six of them so six. and was the uh it was the same ideology for all six of them the, the same thing going on with with ashton was, was it kind of the same thing uh, no yeah. no yeah. no you know um sincere it, it, his sight's never been on the um on oh, okay. the Olympics. Yeah. He, 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 from day one, he wanted to turn pro. So his aspiration. He's 16 as well, right? He's 16, yeah. Well. Wow. His aspiration's always been to turn pro and make a big name. You know, he's just got a lot of um, experience in the amateur. I think he got about 75 fights mm. in the amateurs. He's a couple time national champion. You know, um, Javion, he took a break. Um, he, was a, he was a standout before he took a break. He took a break, um, told me that he wanted to do track. So he did track. He went to college, went to, um, um, Virginia, right? Virginia Tech? Yeah. So, uh, West Virginia. Um, he went to West Virginia Tech, did college. You know, he ended up, got a scholarship, figured out track wasn't what it was. Boxing was his first love. So, he, he's back. He's going to make his pro debut. And Nehemiah. Yeah, I, I actually, when I, I was living in New York for a little bit, I met Nehemiah at Gleason's, mm. uh, real famous Gleason's gym, or, you know, Gleason's gym. And, uh, you know, I, I had an opportunity to talk to him in there. And, uh, man, it was almost like the university came together. I had helped him out a little bit there. And I said, if you want to work, uh, hit me up. He hit me up immediately, and we caught momentum. And uh, by the time I got back here to Long Beach, he, he started making trips. And now he's made a full-time commitment uh, to being here uh, for the majority of his, his year as he goes back. And obviously, he spends time with his family. But uh, same thing. He, he did the Golden Gloves out in New York and so forth. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's out here. We appreciate him. He's get, giving us great work. He's coming along, and, and he's, uh, he's refining his craft, which is the most important thing. So Then you got Hess. You yeah. Know, Hess was a big splash. He was a big splash in Mexico when he turned, turned mm -hmm. pro. Yeah, he's like a little celebrity out there in TJ. <laughs> um, you know, life turns. He, he thought boxing wasn't for him. For, he wanted to try different things in life. He's an electrician now, but, you know, he's been inspired again. So he, he's back. He's back. Yeah, so. Then we got Andreas. Uh, you can't forget that. about Andreas. Yeah. He's not here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's, the yeah. He's the character. <laughs> he's, he reminds me of a lot of kids from Southern California being that uh, he's just so talented, man. And it's something, you know, not to say that it's that, that Mexican blood, but, uh, you know, he comes in here. He has a, a ferocity to him. Um, he's always looking for that work. Um, he's got an intensity. He comes in with bad intentions all the time. And he's just one of those kids that, that you know that, that comes along and is learning really quickly because he actually loves to fight. You could see it in them. And uh, with kids like that, you know, it, it's great just to have the opportunity to work with them because, you know, they, they literally pick up the ball and, and run. So, yeah, and uh, we will get some of them up here, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned. But I see that you guys embrace that, right? You guys kind of let them let them go at it. Let them uh, get competitive with each other, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I mean, Ivan and I talk about this. Listen, they're about to fight. It's not like that all the time. But when these guys got dates, um, you know, what they're going to experience is a very emotional experience uh, that that when especially during a debut or even when they're not dating debut and there's a, a crowd involved. Uh, we try to mimic that as much as possible. Uh, not to, you know, give away any secrets in here. But, uh, you know, Ivan even goes as far as to create an atmosphere that it sounds like it's a it's a it's the house is packed. And we're trying to, you know, we, we want them to feel like all eyes are, are are on them, and we appreciate the people that are in here that are that are that are watching this barn and so forth. And so their takeaway from it is that they have to perform underneath the lights, underneath that stress, and live up to the moment. And so we we're looking to duplicate that moment in here. And Ivan always says this, which is uh, he'd rather have them competitive with each other to a point where they're breaking each other down. Because they can learn from each other, have a conversation afterwards about maybe what, how they were being successful versus it being somebody else. Mm. And then definitely during a fight time versus being broken down by somebody else. So, you know, we, we're we not fucking around in here. So that's the best way to put it. Are we PG-13? No. <laughs> not at all. So, <laughs> it's the guest choice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Ashton, how does that atmosphere uh, help you out? I know you're very mellow, laid back, but um, I saw some of the action yesterday, man. Pretty competitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a competitive person. Like when it comes to sport, anything really, sports yeah. or whatever. But I mean, it, it depends on the fighter or where if I'm going against um, their energy. If they come off kind of like uh, mean or whatever, then I got to yeah. get even with them. Man, your first professional fight. How excited are you? One through ten. Like I said, you're very mellow, so... We can't really tell from your face, but um, oh, he's got the poker face. Yeah, there. right. From yeah. scale of one to ten, how excited are you? Finally making your professional debut, sixteen years old, man. Still very young. Like about a nine or ten. Okay. Right. See, ladies and gentlemen, he's excited. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that Kawhi Leonard uh, demeanor, right? <laughs> but yeah. Um, so what's what's the exact date on the on the fight? Twenty ninth, August. August twenty ninth, Rosarito, 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 Mexico. Rosarito. Uh, Rosarito, Mexico. Um, Papa's and Beer, right, is the yes. venue, and hopefully it'll be streamed. Um, yeah, where, it will be streamed. Where, um, give them the exact uh, Instagram name or YouTube channel name okay. so they know. So it will be Jackrabbit, LB Jackrabbit Boxing. LB on, Jackrabbit Boxing, Instagram. Instagram. Yes. yes. And also LB Jackrabbit Boxing on YouTube. Thank you, Anna. Ashton, what is the thing that you want to show on that first fight? Do you guys want to start, you know, getting knockout streaks going? Or what is the, what is the thing that you're looking for on that first fight to show? Hopefully a knockout as soon okay. as possible, uh, whatever to put on the show. Okay. Yeah. Is, is there, is there, what do you guys tell him? Someone that, that's skilled like, like Ashton, what is something that he can do to check his emotions maybe? If, you know, we always talk about how, you know, technically sound fighter, the only thing that can maybe you know, hurt him down the road is maybe the emotion, you know, someone that sound as a, as a, as a fighter, you know, as long as they stick to their. Skill. Yeah. Well, he's, um, he listens very well. He listens very well. He it's um, very rare that we have to tell him anything. Yeah. So we give him the game plan. First round, he, he goes out for the most part and mm -hmm. executes the game plan. Okay. He takes his time, breaks down the fighter, mm -hmm. executes the game plan. Sometimes in sparring, yeah. he get, you know, mm -hmm. get rated, get him out, get him out of there because of whatever reason. But um, he executes the game plan. But um, no, he, he's not that kind of ki uh, young man either. He's a uh, he's he's an assassin. So 
I get emotional more than he does in the corner. <laughs> I'm going to tell shh. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, he had had an opportunity to work with uh, a very well-known pro lately, or a very well-known pro that's had big fights okay. from uh, well, PVC. And, we uh, work with Sean Porter. Yeah, with Sean Porter. We don't hold outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a moment where, you know, I'm, I've been a, like I've been around professional boxing for a while. I know when a fighter starts to egg you on mm. that they're trying to, especially a veteran fighter, mm -hmm. they're trying to um, trap you and to okay. be more aggressive because they're getting caught. Uh -huh. And so I was like, I was like, don't fall, don't fall for that shit, don't fall for that shit. Yeah. And then I was like, shh. <laughs> and he's too, Ashton's too smart, anyways. He saw it, but you know, he's is he, he's as, as cold as, as, as ice and uh, mm -hmm. not not worried about the emotions with him. Nice. So. When you envision your debut lap, you know, you expect there to be a crowd, you know, the noise, the fans, the friends, the family. You're going to be without what I'm assuming, like fans. Does that, how do you look, how do you expect that, that fight to, to be without the fans? Does that affect you at all? Well, well and it's going to be fans there. Now, we're bringing Long Beach with us. Hey. It's going to be, not, not only that, it's going to be fans there because yeah. you can see it from Papa's and Beer. Oh, okay. So it's a ton of people that can, that can oh, see okay, it. Oh, okay, okay. So it's going to yeah. be like... It's going yeah, 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 yeah. okay. to be noisy. It's going to be... A, okay. Yeah, it's going to be yelling. <laughs> you know, just around the ring, uh -huh. there's not going to be... No but people. You can see it from Poppers and Beers, and okay. people going to be packed out and yelling and everything okay. else. All right, I guess we can go then, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. All right. Yeah, uh, well, I don't really hear like noise or nothing, okay. except for like my coaches or mm. like certain people. I don't really hear noises outside the ring. When I'm in the ring. Yeah. So it wouldn't probably affect me like that. Mm -hmm. If anything, you're going to be able to hear your coaches, your dad better, right? Yeah. The thing that we keep hearing from these fights is like you can hear the punches, you know, you can hear you know, all, the, all the action, you can hear each other's coaches. Will you be, do you, are you the type to talk inside the ring? Will you be talking to him? Uh, no, I, no? Oh, talk to who? To, to your opponent or no? Um, barely. It depends on the opponent. If they talking, then. It depends probably later on in the rounds or something like that. I'll probably say a little something, but <laughs> I really don't talk like that. When, when your father your, uh, came with the news, I, there's a possibility that you were going to make your debut. What was your first thoughts? What, what was the thing that came in, into your mind? Finally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Man, so it was, it was more like, forget the Olympics, I want to do this. I want to make my, my debut. Yeah. Okay. When you when you thought about your debut years ago as a kid, you know, how was that? Just growing up, seeing professional fighters, you know, how how was that for you I growing up? Kind of thing like I'm already hanging in there with them, so I could probably do the same mm. thing. Why uh, wait so long if I could probably just make history or something? Yeah, yeah. Because Geo put a video up on our Instagram when you were a little kid, when you were with with Uncle Snoop, mm. and I was like, man. He's so young now. Now he's making his debut. He's still very young. Yeah. Still young. Still young. He was so young then, and it wasn't so far ago. It was yeah. about six years ago. Yeah. That video. How you is know? it? How is it for you, Dad, seeing him as a kid and now like he's gonna do it? It's, it's crazy because I, I got to take myself. I haven't did it yet, but I got to take my take myself out of reality and look at it. I haven't did it. You know, being with him every day yeah. is. I haven't seen it yet. It's yeah. Just just another day for us. Okay. No nerves. No nerves. I. I I'm confident in him. I never get nervous. I get nervous with other fighters, but not yeah. with Ashley. He, just his demeanor, everything always settled me down. Yeah. Trevor, for you, seeing him grow up, joining the team years ago, how does uh, this feel for you? You know, it's exciting. Like, the one thing I think I, I don't realize until even with Sincere, and, and I'm sure with Ashley, it's a very emotional moment for us because we've, we've seen these young men grow. And uh, 
you know, Ivan and I, we're, we're in the business of, of, of building and growing men, like that. not just not just with boxing, just literally in life. And so obviously when you got a guy like Ash or you got Sincero or even, you know, I got Nehemiah, Javion, all these cats, Hess, you know, Andreas and so forth, and we get to see them have their moment where they're, they're starting their professional career. It, it's, for me, it's an emotional moment. I'm proud. And so and it's also knowing, shit, this guy's going to be at it for uh, the next 15 years. And all, all the other young men um, that Ivan and I are, are, are involved with, we're not training young men unless we, we see you being active in the sport for a decade to 15, year, 15 years. This is all, the, every, everything for us is, is, is a, a long-term investment on our parts. And I think one of the most exciting things is act, actually seeing this come to fruition. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. So you guys have obviously an exciting time coming, coming up, right? Six young men. Uh, fighting on the same card coaches you're gonna be very very busy yeah um how have you guys prepared mentally have you guys even thought about it six fight fights well, we worked fight? seven uh two, last week was the last week, last week. we worked seven, seven fights uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it it was actually a blessing in disguise yeah we got called at the last minute um my buddy from vegas you know start feeling ill you know stomach ache and stuff like that so he didn't know if he was gonna be able to uh, work all his corners fight so he called me to come down there at like 11.30 at night on Friday. So I was actually at Trevor House. And um, I told Trevor, we got to roll. <laughs> I drug him in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to roll. So we, we go out there and we actually got the feel of the flow of working multiple fighters back to back, you know, out there. Yeah. So it was a blessing to the sky. So now we got six rolling. So we did seven last week so we got support too we got got, got a shout out uh i'm sure daniel will be joining us i would imagine zo uh which so is cut man cut man in, in a corner that's obviously uh giving us support we got another young guy that runs around here in louisiana uh ice cold yeah louisi yeah so junior. junior so forth you got a bunch of nicknames um that that helps yeah. us out so you know we, we got a, an incredible team it's uh ivan and i right now at this table but there's so many moving parts that make uh, jack rabbit possible so you know, and we'll be there in Rosarito together. So I'm pretty sure you guys. Uh, I'm not gonna say uh, pressuring them to get that knockout, but you guys are probably like, "Hey, we got six fights, right?" <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Hey, we, I don't worry about it. Here all day. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I just want I want them to put on the show. Yeah, that's I actually right. want them to put on the show. Right. A lot of times they go. Yeah. I see pro debuts go for a knockout. They look sloppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got the knockout. You kind of rushed it. You look sloppy. You took unnecessary punishment. No, I I wanted to be. Real, yeah. damn near perfect. They get to display their skills. That's the one thing about uh, Sincere. When Sincere deb de de debuted, uh, he stopped him in the third. And, uh, you know, what I liked about it was that he – it was different modalities. He went about it in different ways. He went about it in a hard jab. He went about it building his off. And, and literally, the, you know, the young man was getting beaten to death with the jab and, and just getting outboxed the whole fight and uh, – when Sincere finally got the green light where he felt like he could step to him with uh, with more punches, and when he did, it was obvious that the guy didn't have anything else in him, and the ref jumped in because, you know, he'd gotten uh, dazed. For me, it, you know, being one of these guys with a young a young debut guy that where you're just demanding for them to get the stoppage, most four-round debuts I see look like shit. That's keeping it 100 with you. Most yeah. guys debuting look like shit. Sincere looked incredible to me. I expect the same thing with Ash. If it ends up going more than uh, – I want it to go more than a couple of rounds for them to get the feel of a debut and so forth. There's no worry on my part. I know the same thing with Ivan. If they're doing what they're doing when we train them in here, we're going to be successful that night, and it's all going to pay off. So, you know, we're not looking to 
our egos are, are on the line as far as it looking a certain way, but but our investments on the line as far as it looking a certain way. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So, no, I feel you. We uh we do some of the ringside commentary there, uh, local shows at All Star Boxing, and it's rare when you know it's a lot of guys who have four or five fights, maybe pro debuts. It's very rare when you see a guy who's who you can say is ready mm-hmm. for composed. that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah composed yeah. more than anything. And I'm sure you guys have a lot to do with that. I see a lot of these young men are very composed, mm-hmm. very relaxed, laid back, 16, 20 years old, 22, doesn't matter. They're all, they all kind of had that mentality. And I'm sure you guys have a lot to do with that, even though you guys. Uh, That's Ivan. Ivan, Ivan, <laughs> Ivan gives these dudes, has been prepping these guys to be men for a long time. He gives them all responsibility in the gym. Um, if anything, you know, where I came from, I, I was working with Jesse Reed and he had 23 world champions. They were all grown ass men. Ivan yeah, makes yeah. him into grown men because he gives them responsibility. And that's why when you see a 16-year-old around here, they have a certain demeanor about themselves. They hold themselves in a certain way. And they're up for, they're up for these moments because they've been uh, – Ivan's more or less has tailored them for that moment. So, What are some, some of the things you, you try to do, Ivan? I know it's kind of a little yeah. weird when you got to speak about yourself and be like, yeah, I do this, I, I know, do that. I know. But, you know, what, what are some I of the things that – <laughs> Right? What are some of the, the seeds that you, tr- you try to plant in these young men? I mean, to sum it all up, just I try to be a big brother or a father figure to them. So it, it, if you know, I'm pretty sure we got big brothers and fathers up in here. Yeah. So I just try to nurture them, give them that, that tough love, give them responsibility, just like you give them responsibility around the house. I don't baby them. They're they in a man's sport. Yeah. As soon as they step in the ring, uh, Sincere was what? Seven years old when he came here, wow. never babied him. Wow. You know, he, he came in here not knowing how to throw a punch, not knowing how to fight. Actually, scared to fight, but he wanted to box. I never know nobody scared to fight, but it made him a man. We never babied him. So, just just being a father figure and a big brother to a lot of these guys without Definitely. giving up all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That it's was a good. lot of trash. A lot of trash being taken out, and <laughs> a lot of chores. <laughs> Being assigned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As far as uh, sparring, uh, how do you guys go about bringing people into spar? I know a lot of these guys are turning pros now. So how do you guys go about bringing in sparring partners, or or what's your ideology on that? Can people just hit you guys up to come spar to the gym? Or yeah, yeah. Anybody can hit us up, come um, come spar to the gym. We don't discriminate when it comes to that. But um, for the most part, we got a large stable. We got a large stable. Yeah. So, um, and everybody's around each other's weight class. So. You know they help each other out a lot, so we don't. We've been we've been blessed that we don't have to bring in a lot of sparring to call around because our stable is so large that, um, like I said, we've been blessed. Yeah. yeah. In, in some ways, it's it's a it's a. I'll tell you what, it's like a double-edged sword. Uh, you got so many talented young men in here that, as far as their development, you know, um, I'm just talking about Ashton. Uh, Ashton is in a in a position where it's his skill set, where he's already a contender. He hasn't debuted. And uh, when after, but if he was fighting for a title in three or four fights, he's already a contender. He has that sort of skill development. There's other guys in here that are absolutely like where I would assign them as prospects. And uh, so that being said, when you have such a, a, a big, deep pool of talent, um, the work that they see in here with the stable that we have, it's like a, it's like a, a lot of young men that have 12 or 18 professional fights versus, and, and it's kind of difficult because I tell everybody we're preparing them for the, for a world championship bout versus preparing them for their first eight eight fights or six fights 
I have no doubt on my mind that everyone's going to look in uh, a certain way and be successful when, you know, on August 29th. But a lot of the hard work, their hardest work is going down in this gym. So it's, it's highly competitive versus if you have a gym that doesn't have that big of a talent pool, oftentimes they're sparring um, with lesser talent. And they're almost in like a small echo chamber where they don't know that they're not shit. And I hate to say that. They, and it's not that they're not shit. It's that they need to step it up, refine their, their craft, and be more disciplined and get some more hard sparring. Ivan you know, and I, we certainly invite everybody uh, over here. Uh, you know, within reason, to, we've had world champions in here. We've had ex-world champions move with all these guys and so forth. We've had um, some of the biggest names uh, out there in Southern California uh, training and have worked with their stables. And we, we want that work. So, you know, but we definitely, we're cooking up something here special. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we're going to get you guys on uh, shortly. So start preparing your speeches, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, and we'll get you guys back on toward the end as well, man. But, um. What what uh what can we expect, man? First of all, from Ash, what can we expect in his pro debut? Excitement. He he told me he's ready to put on the show. So so we you gonna expect an exciting fight. Ashton, do you have any worries at all? Any anything that you might be concerned about making that transition from amateurs to pro? Uh, no, not at all. No, one hundred percent ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Um, what can people expect from you? Um. Drip. H two O. Yeah. Um, basically, what you just said, drip. Kind of, kind of flashy, kind of, uh, but not cocky. What would be the ideal debut for you? Like what you mean? The ideal scenario, first round um, knockout, breaking them down. What does it look like in your mind? The ideal know. scenario. I don't know. Just keep on replaying in different ways. It depends <laughs> okay. on the fighter. Uh, hopefully, well. It doesn't go longer than two rounds, but if it does, I'm all right yeah. with it. It's okay. Nope. Mr. Trevor, what can we expect from, uh, from Ashton? Ashton? Uh, you know, I, I really hope that they, they give us a good look. Um, and, and just to bring up Sincere, uh, Sincere's opponent cried afterwards. His family had cried afterwards. He had came to win. Um, and I really hope that they give us a good look. One of the fights that I... I was most impressed with Ashton in his amateur career uh, was when he had fought the uh, was it the Baja California national champion or but a but a Mexican national champion from from you know from Mexico. I love watching that fight. I've, I've watched it probably like twelve or fifteen times mm -hmm. over. It's incredible. I'll let you guys watch it when when it's yeah. over. But it's just incredible. I hope they bring us a young man that that uh, that's got some skills because that's when Ashton does his thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I expect the flash. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be flossy and, and dripping, and HGO, his outfit, you know, yeah. the way he moves and everything. You see why this kid is the most exciting thing coming out of boxing right now, and why he's gonna be a household name in the next decade to two decades coming. So, yeah. So, over a hundred K people cannot be wrong, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, they can be in certain instances, but I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna throw those names on it. On it. Throwing him in the bus. But, yeah, no, but th this, is, this young man has got – listen, you don't go get that many national uh, titles. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people out there that, that got a lot of social media followers and so forth. You know, we got – we have people out there that are, that are ex-world champions that their team is saying, please don't release the footage. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that that's not happening with, you know, a lot of these other guys. So yeah. he's a 16-year-old. Um, he, he's absolutely a phenom. Um, you know, he's a savant. 
And it's also not to discount what him and his father cooked up because it was uh, it was uh, an effort and it's an effort that that hasn't just been exclusive with Ashton. Uh, Ivan is has got a bunch of young talented men in here that are doing their things and that's why you know we got we won best team championship at the Olympic qualifiers this year. That's not an accident. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just excited to see it all come together. Nice. So we're going to help some of the other guys come on in a bit. Um, again, you said that the, the one of the main purposes mm -hmm. of this drag rabbit gym is to, is to build not just fighters, but men. Right. How important it is, is that as a byproduct to, to this community, you know, not just going for titles, but, you know, being influencers to, to a community that's been going through a lot the last couple or weeks and years. Uh, I mean, listen, I, Ivan, Ivan and I, we both, uh, we both operate with our hearts, but we also operate with the fist, if that makes any sense. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but that being said, we know that this community needs a lot of strong male figures. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of young men out there that don't have fathers that either they got, you know, lost up in, uh, to the prison industrial complex or, um, you know, they, they might've passed away and been killed or, or drug addiction is the other one too. Um, you know, we're, we're out here working with the community because, you know, there's nothing, it's one thing to have a national champion because that's my passion. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the same thing with Ivan It's one thing to have world champions. I know we're going to have world champions, but I'll tell you what, it feels just as good to run across a, a young man or that's now a man <clears throat> that has a family of four or a family of five that's taking, you know, looking after his kids. And he might even be mirroring Ivan in the way that, you know, Ivan's influence on that young man when he's raising his son or his daughters. So um, it's very important for us to, to build a community. I don't know if you guys had a, a chance to see it outside. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Ivan and I did a Black Lives Matter mural um, with uh, Tony Browning, uh, you know, Art Before Death, uh, also with Jumana, who was a local Long Beach uh, artist. But, you know, that right there, even being on the corner of PCH Lewis is humongous. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we had a fruit pantry and we're looking after the kids. And, uh, you know, it's we just need people to step up. We're trying to do our best. And obviously shit, we got, it's busy, it's busy for us. We got six fighters fighting, yeah. but if everybody throws, throws their effort in, uh, even the smallest gesture, uh, it, it's incredible how that, that can ricochet into the universe, especially in this small community like Eastside. So. Yeah. Ivan, anything like that? Trevor says it all. Trevor says it all. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Ashton, we're going to have you back in a little bit. I know you want to get on here with, with Hess. Um, well, turn it over to Gio and we're going to, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, stay live. We're just going to play a clip from yesterday on the live feed, and we're going to get some of these other gentlemen here, and we're going to have you guys back, all right? Let's take a quick two-minute break. We'll get some snacks, some popcorn, and we'll be right back.
man we're back as promised ladies and gentlemen hope you guys grabbed your popcorn uh we got three more special guests here in the building man some of these gentlemen who are going to be fighting at the end of august in mexico there we're going to go ahead and do the intro chris all right all right, all right. to my right we got mr anthony finesse yes sir yes sir yes sir how y'all doing to his right we got mr sincere Homicide Brooks. And to his right, we got Mr. Namia Nemo Williams. So that's my little intro for you guys. <laughs> we appreciate I'm sure you guys are going to get used to hearing that, yeah. that, you know, when you guys are making uh, either your debuts or continuing on your, on your career. So welcome. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for welcoming, uh, welcoming us to, to your gym. This we, we are Long Beach boys. So like we grew up around here and it's, it's an honor to see what you know the program here is doing. We know it's it's a you guys might not see it, but it's it's something big that's going on in Long Beach. Yes, sir. Yes, we, were, sir. we were talking before the show that um, you know the way you know Robert Garcia put Oxnard on the map. This is just the beginning for Long Beach. You know, you guys you know as a byproduct. That's a lot of pressure, but it's, it's a lot of pressure to live up to Robert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a byproduct of the work that you guys are doing day in and day out. And we, we talked a little bit about how people don't see, you know, the work that fighters do day in and day out. You know, they see the fighters once they've had 15, 20, 25 fights in. But, you know, people don't see, you know, the stuff that you guys have to go through day in and day out. Sometimes you guys have, you know, regular jobs. You know, you guys have families. You guys are going to school. Stuff that, you know, people don't, you know, don't see. Yes, so we'll, this is what we want to do the podcast, you know, get a feel for it. Obviously, promote your guys' fights coming up, um, yeah. but also get to know you guys. So uh, I'll let Gio start a little bit with it. 
All right, man. So uh, let's start right here, and then we'll go to your right. Um, okay. Rosarito, Mexico. Yes, sir. Six, six of you guys on the same card. Yeah. You guys excited? Very excited. I mean, um, especially when there's so many guys on, you know, on the card. It's, it's kind of like a feeling to where it's like, um, we all want to kind of outdo each other. You know, we all want to be have the best performance. Okay. We all want the Stays best competitive, knockouts. Huh? Exactly. Well, it's a competitive gym. You know, yeah. so we all want the best knockouts. We all want to do each other, and we all want to win. You know, we want to go out there. We want to make a statement as Long Beach Jack Rabbit Boxing Academy. You know, we want to just go out there and put on the show. And uh, I think, you know, we all got the talent to do it. You know, all the, all the fighters that you know, are on the card are very talented. And uh, yeah, I think we all could, you know, go out there and actually make a, make a big statement. Yes, sir. Since here, I'm going to go with you. You know, before we get to you, I was joking around. Uh, who was it? I forget. It's a lot of you guys. Man. I'm sorry. But I was like, man, you guys would sell out an arena if there, if there was fans and they had all six of them. You guys will sell that thing out for sure, well, man. Listen, it's a lot we, of talent. We thought about Long Beach Convention Center. So, hey. Hey. I mean, oh, when, hey. when COVID is done, it's still a possibility. Ivan and I hey. actually took a day and went and looked at it. So. Okay. Yeah. Man, excited for that one. Sincere, uh, how do you feel, man? Feel Five good. of your, your yeah. stable mates here uh, fighting along with you on the same card. Yeah, I feel good. It's feel good. Yeah, I feel more comfortable with the whole team going okay. out there, making yeah. our pro debuts. And then for my last pro debut, it gave me way more confidence in myself. Like, I don't need nobody else to tell me how, how good I could do or what I could do. So, you know. Yeah. So you were there. You had your first fight there yeah. in Rosarito, Mexico. Um, have you told your, your stable mates a little bit, uh, some advice of what to expect I mean, there? They pretty much know yeah. everything. <laughs> but it is. I like it. It's live in there. You know, no headgear. You can feel yeah. it more. You can feel the energy more, the crowd more. You know, yeah. Different animal? Yeah. Without a doubt. Nemo? How you doing? Oh, great, man. How you doing? <laughs> like, What's up? How do you feel, man? Your stable mates sharing the same venue, the same card. Man, that's got to be a great feeling. It is a great feeling. And uh, the confidence builds as your, your craft gets better. So really, when you get in the ring, when, how the feeling should be is that, you know, you just, you're super confident because everything you prepared for in here will pay off on that day. Definitely. And you're one of the older gentlemen here, man. Do you often give these guys advice? I know they're all very mature. No. They're all very laid back. <laughs> no, I actually learned Do they from give them. you advice? I learned from them. <laughs> I learned from them, uh, especially when it comes to boxing and yeah. uh, the craft, because I did start boxing a little bit later than they did. So a lot of the times they're giving me advice on, you know, how to better myself. And I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid to take advice from anybody, no matter what age, because I think that's Definitely. a part of learning is having the open mind to and the willingness to listen to anybody because you, you, there's something to learn from everybody. Oh, 100%, man. And you have a very interesting story, right? You're from New York, East yeah. Coast. Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, we had a little beef yesterday. I asked you, <laughs> Biggie or Tupac, and you were like, of course, man, come on. Yeah. But um, anyway, you have a very uh, interesting story. I'm going to go ahead and let you speak about that. You said you started boxing a little late. Um, what were some of the things you were doing before that? So before, prior to boxing, prior I, to was, boxing. Uh, yeah. I, w I joined the military. I did four years, and after those four years, I, I got out and uh, I enrolled into uh, Fordham University. And while I was going to school, I was boxing on and off, but I really decided to stick to something because it's something that I really enjoyed, really really felt passionate about, and really that I, I know in my heart I could do something with, as long as I kept on the right track and I kept, kept learning and kept yeah. training and just kept you know focusing myself on this path that you can do anything. Yeah. Speaking to you yesterday, 
I noticed you're maybe a little bit more hyped than everybody else, at least uh, visibly, right? Um, when we're, you're actually taking an ice bath over there. I don't know how you, you guys do interviews <laughs> doing an ice bath, and that's crazy. But um, yeah, you were, you were pretty hyped for your, for your first fight, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, ex I'm very excited, like I said, just coming into the gym day in, day out, sparring with, I mean, so many talented yeah. young men. I mean, you just, it does nothing but get you yeah. better. So I'm, I'm very excited. Sincere, man. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, man. You're the you quote-unquote veteran, right? You have one fight under your belt. Uh, yeah. What's some advice that you would give Nemo, man, sitting right um, next to you? For sure, the um, energy is, like, way more. I mean, it's, it's way more energy. And then don't let, like, the crowd, the crowd energy, you can feel it. Like, as soon as you step in the ring, you feel it. You feel everything. It's just, <laughs> I don't know, it's just a, it's a good feeling. It's a real good feeling that you get in there. Just, you know, stay calm. Keep doing what you're doing. And you don't get through it. 100%, man. Yeah. And let's talk about you a little bit, Sincere. Um, they, they mentioned a little bit, Ivan and Trevor, that you wanted to go pro yeah. off the bat, right? Yeah. So how was that experience like? Very young, you're still 16, right? How, how was it debuting so young and, and making your wish come true, in a sense? It may, it's like, like I said, it put a lot of confidence in me. Besides what other, a lot of people tell me, like a lot of pros that are sparred, they told me, all the time that I'm going to be world champion one day. Mm. Coaches tell me I'm going to be world champion one day. I'm, I'm very good at a young age. So then when I finally got to show it, to prove it, then it made me feel even more, you know, like more confident with it. And I feel like I, one day, I, well, I am going to be unstoppable. Hey, that's what's up. So, so here's another one, though. Uh, just to, he, he was in here working with a lot of talented people. Uh, even uh, I, I, for me, there was a moment where he had a, a, a big growing period where he had... um. It was sparring kind of like an a internet personality uh, hmm. that, that is well known on on, uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Big smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, at, well, he's on. He, it's been out. God, it's, it's one of those clips that's probably been paid, played over a million times. Uh, yeah, yeah. To, Tommy Wu, and uh, but he was only 14 at the time, and um, you know, since he was like a, he's like a viper. If you get too close to him, he's going to strike you, and he's going to put you down. Yeah. And he and he and he put Tommy down. But I think when, you know, here's a here's a guy that was also very successful in amateur career and, and, you know, had a lot of, he didn't have maybe a lot of accolades, but was very popular as a fighter, you know, uh, and sincere put him down. And for me, that was a moment where sincere's whole demeanor started to change and he started to become this man. And from there he started, you know, uh, sparring with a lot of guys that were 10 and, 10 and under, you know, professional fighters that had already turned and so forth and being very successful. That's why it all came together and, and uh, nothing's by accident. He's, no matter, Ivan and I are only turning guys that uh, that have proven themselves. So, and he certainly has. We're excited to we're excited to see him get his world championship. There's no doubt in my mind he's going to get it. So, 100. And he gives good advice. Sincere now to the gentleman to your left. What what advice would you give him? Well, he yeah, got he, he got, got two got fights. Things, That's a veteran over there. Did you fight in Rosarito as well last uh, time? I didn't fight in Rosarito, no. but I fought in Tijuana about uh, oh, okay. three years ago. So, yeah, I had, like, a little boxing hiatus where I wanted to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. Like I even said before, yeah. I wasn't really sure if boxing was for me, you know. And actually, it's funny that you guys bring that up. Watching Sincere out in Rosarito is what inspired me to come back. I saw oh. I was streaming. You know, I saw him. And could keep in mind, like he, I even said, he was here in the gym when I, uh, he was, like, seven. So when he was around seven, I probably was around 15. You know, we all started around the same time. We all kind of grew up with each other, you know. And seeing him, like, you know, now he's 16. Now he's, you know. It's, it's, it's his time to shine, and I'm and, I, and I'm seeing that, and, I, and it, like I said, it inspired me to come back, and you know I even said come out of retirement, Amazing. and um, 
yeah, just go out there and just show that I could, uh, I could still do it, you know? Well, 100%. For sure. So how is the scene out there in, in Tijuana, Mexico, as uh, far as boxing? I, I love it. I mean, like I even said before, um, me personally, they... Uh, I don't know what it was, but they kind of they kind of attracted to me. Kids was I'm warming up and kids is running, trying to take pictures with me. And, you know, so it kind of gave me a little bit of a, a feeling of what it would what it would be to have that, you know, that celebrity status. But, um, yeah, the feeling in Tijuana is very um, I like it. I like it. The fighters, are, they came to fight, you know, they want to win themselves. You know, they're not, you know, just going to go out there and let you push over them. And, um, yeah, I mean, the feeling out there is uh, it's electrifying. For sure. Electrifying. Yeah, Some yeah, people yeah. don't know that you also work, you know, as an electrician. Oh, yeah, that was a good, <laughs> and that was a good tie-in. <laughs> hey, you know what he's doing. <laughs> Not for sure. So tell us a little bit about it. You also, you know, have a full-time job. How do, how do you balance being a fighter and... <laughs> oh man, it's not it's not easy. I wake up three thirty a.m. every day. I go to work from five a.m. to one thirty, and as soon as I leave work, I I, I come to the gym, mm-hmm. and um, you know, just give it my all. You know, go as go as hard as I can. But um, yeah, it's not easy, and I mean, you really got to be dedicated. And you really got to want it. You know, I mean, it's a saying. I can't really think of it perfectly, but it's something like um, if you want it bad enough, you'll find like a reason to do it, or if you don't want it, you go find an excuse or something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I butchered the quote. But, I mean, if you really don't want it, you go find an excuse. Oh, I can't. I got work, blah, blah, blah. But if you want it bad enough, you go get your ass up and you go come in here and you go work. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, yeah, anything in life that you want bad enough, you go find a way to do it for sure. Mm-hmm. You nice. feel me? For sure. Nice. And anybody can answer this question. How does it feel to be, you know, in the presence of uh, uh, Trevor, you know, being in a very, I, I want to say a very good team, very good, uh, you know, support. How does it feel for you guys to be here in this time right now? Um, me personally, it kind of feels like um, their coaching from when I was boxing. Like I said, I took a couple of years hiatus. Mm-hmm. Their coaching elevated to a point where it's like now I'm learning all new stuff. Everything that I've been learning from Ivan and Trevor has been completely new to me. They're kind of forming, you know, a different fighting style for me, forming even my body. They're forming my body to be sculpted in different ways. And that wasn't around back when I was, you know, training in the gym. So Ivan and Trevor, they've done a great job, you know pretty much, you know, bringing the the academy here to the next level. And um, now I'm just trying to fall in my place. I'm trying to forget about the past, and I'm just trying to see where I fit in and uh, continue just to grow as a fighter and just as a, as a man. Well, I, I'm really, like, I'm really, like, blessed to have them in my corner. Because um, Ivan, been with me since, since day one, and Trevor being here, he's been helping me a lot, and I'm still continuing to grow, and they're helping me grow as a young man yeah. into you know, the future. Yeah. And I feel like the future holds a lot for me. I'm yeah. going to be, you know, a lot. Yeah, for you, since you're, you're still yeah. 16, you're, you know, young, how do you how do you balance, you know, being a teen and, you know, being in a sport of, of men? Because boxing is it's not an easy sport. It's, you know, it's like, you just got to love it. You just got to do what you mm-hmm. can do out of it. It's, or if you, because if you don't love it, if you don't like, work hard to it, what you do, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do to make it, mm-hmm. you know, simple, balance it out, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Nemo, my question for you is you're a little bit older, so you have a little bit more, you he know, he feels young. And you got a lot of experience. How do you, you know, use that experience, life experience inside the ring? Uh, I'd say it definitely makes me mentally strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to cope with certain things. Uh, in my in my mind and even at times when 
you feel like you don't have enough in the tank. You always do. Um, in regards to having Trevor here as my coach, um, I sometimes think it's crazy how I met him. Mm -hmm. Like, if I had not taken the train to go to the gym that day, I would have never met him. Mm -hmm. And what I like about especially Trevor and Ivan is that it's not just about learning how to box, but it's learning how to think. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important because that also helps you in other facets of life. Nice. And yeah, I'll ask another question for all three of you guys. Anybody can, can take this question. Um, you know, Trevor talked about, you know, building not just fighters, but men. You know, what are some things that you guys have taken from, from him, from some of the lessons from Ivan that has helped you on your road, on your career thus far? Um, well, like Ivan been with us since we were pretty much children. Like I said, I started when I was 15. And um, just kind of molding me and just, you know, being around, you know, them all the time, it kind of helped me be, be the man that I am today, you know. Because honestly, if we're being completely honest, the day that I stopped boxing, that's when I started getting into trouble. So being around them, being around the gym, it, 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 kept, me, it kept me out of trouble. It, it showed me, you know, things that, you know, every man should have. You know, it ta taught me pride. It taught me, you know, just how to be, the, be a man in general. You know, these, uh, they're doing a good job with the kids. And I mean, they're just doing a great job. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Well, for, as for me, I feel like um, with Ivan and Trevor helping me out like more as a pro and continue to be pro, um, I feel like I'm being a lot smarter in there mm -hmm. and a thinker, and like I feel like I'm being more of a king. Mm -hmm. I'm taking um, taking charge of whatever I need to do in there. Like I'm owning it, and I'm doing a lot, a lot to um, a lot to like you know deal with a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, yeah. As far as hey, here we go, Nemo. Yeah. Just like I said, they just teach you how to think, think in there. And I think being a being a thinker is a lot more dangerous than just being a brute. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to be all, a lot of things in the ring, and uh, mm -hmm. that's what you got to be to nice. win the fight. Nice, unpredictable. You, you, you guys are at that age where it's like also in boxing. We know you just you can't just be you know excel in that in the ring. You also have to kind of sell yourself outside the ring. Do you guys ever think about you know I got to adopt this persona or this character to to sell more or? Said you, want, you want me to tell you? These, these, <laughs> these guys all got way. big personalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you just got to come in when the uh, when the mics aren't in front of, in front of them, you're going to get a, a chance to see who they are. <laughs> I mean, Hess got sunglasses on for a reason. He, <laughs> sincere, he going to have some, you know, he going to be he going to be the Ryan Garcia. Uh, he, you know, I call I joke around and, and uh, I always call him Morris Chestnut. So I know, <laughs> give him give him three or five years. He's gonna and, and Nemo over here. He's he's quiet and stoic and. Uh, <laughs> he, he's got that, that allure to him that I know he's going to have fans because he comes off as mysterious. Yeah. So all these guys, got, they got they got great things going for them. Now, what can people, this is your time to get your shit off, man. What can people expect, starting with you right here? What can people expect uh, August? All you guys are on the same card. Like yeah. you guys said, you got you got to try to outdo each other. But <laughs> what can they expect from you specifically right here? Uh, for me specifically, like I said, this is my first fight back. So, um. We're planning to be like real calm, real relaxed, just show what I could do. We're going to put on a show regardless, you know, but just show, you know, the new things that I've been learning, the game plan, executing the game plan. If the knockout comes, it's going to come. Yeah. We're not going to rush it. We're not going to force it, you know, but as of right now, I'm just focusing on incorporating everything that they've been teaching me into my fighting style and into the game plan. Definitely. Electrifying answer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <Electrifying>. <laughs> that was good. That was, yeah, I didn't that was even catch that, huh? I didn't even catch that. <laughs> 
That was dope, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sincere, man. What can, we, what can we expect from you? Coming back, Rosarito, Mexico, once again. Uh, expect me to come back smarter, stronger, with a lot more, a lot more confidence and energy. And um, really, I'm like, I just, it just feels good to have the whole team going out there. We hey. expect us all to come back with some doves. We ain't coming back, no sad faces. Faces down, faces in the grass, no, none of that. We come back. Get some good food after, yeah, huh? for sure. Celebrate, man. Huh? For sure. Yeah. Nemo, what can we expect from you? Professional debut, man. I know you're excited for this one. Uh, you can expect to see a lot of the hard work that I put in pay off, and you can expect to see Jackrabbits boxing put on the map and in a more exponential way. Hey. You see a lot of great fighters That's and a lot of future world champions. Definitely. We'll we'll get to that question for you, Trevor, after. But let's go ahead and um, what's one thing? Let me ask you. What's one thing that people may not know about you guys that you want to share with the world? No dark secrets or nothing. Just <laughs> what's one thing that people may not know about you that you think is pretty interesting that they should probably know? Man, one thing y'all don't know about me. We know he's electrifying. I'm electrifying. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Um, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, we really don't know nothing about us yet or about me yet, Ooh. you know? So we uh, have a plan to have a lot to show, you know, the world, you know, it's upcoming years and, uh, yeah, pretty much, you know. <laughs> Sincere. One thing we don't know about you, man. We know we can tell you're very loud and very, uh, you like to have the mic, you know? <laughs> just kidding. Right, right. Just messing with you. But what's one thing we don't know about you that you would like people to know? Uh, it's oh, the name is what I can say. You got any hidden talents? Oh yeah, he got some talents. After, <laughs> See, after, 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 uh, after his win, you should have seen him dancing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what were you dancing to? He was he was uh, he was enjoying Papa some beer. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's what's up. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah. And this other one over here, he won't talk about it, but he's one of those guys that will kill you with a smile. <laughs> this Nemo over here, he, he likes Chopin. The <laughs> so I'll throw it out there. Oh man, yeah. What was some of your favorite food out there, uh, Sincere? I saw some of the pictures you guys are out there eating, celebrating a little bit. Uh, taco. Well, really, I like pancakes because I like pancakes. Oh, I love okay. pancakes. So, like, right after the weigh-ins, I went to go get some pancakes. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. What do you like on your pancakes? Syrup, the syrup, butter, and all that. Keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. That's what's up. As long as pancakes. Hey, Nemo. Any any other hidden talents that we we don't know about? I don't really have a hidden talent. Um. But like, there's a joke. He's like, you guys know my talents. <laughs> there's, a, there's a joke in the gym that like, they say no sauce because I don't, I don't like oh, yeah, really any sauce no on sauce. my food. Like, oh, so when I order like a, a burger or a hot dog, like <laughs> it, it'll be dry. This, this dude was returning tacos oh. in, in Mexico. <laughs> no sauce. All right, yeah, let's like, get the other three on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you know I, I didn't eat them. You kept feeding them to me. So. Wow. Yeah. Anything behind that or is preference just? I don't know. <laughs> you, you gotta say it, you gotta say it with that Brooklyn accent. No sauce. No sauce, <laughs> no sauce B. Oh man. Before we got we let you guys go, man, uh what's some of the some of the things you guys do in your free time? Of course you guys are working here most of your time, right? You guys are putting in work and concentrating on your careers, but what what are some other things that you guys like to do? Maybe some shows on Netflix or some music you guys like to listen to? Uh, me personally, I like to invest. 
I like to invest my money. You know, I, the little hiatus that I took, I've learned a lot about financial literacy and different investments. So I guess in my spare time, you know, I invest in the stock market. I'm currently okay. saving up to um, buy my first rental property. So um, I'm pretty much trying to, you know, focus on, you know, the money outside of boxing or outside of, you know, my actual nine to five job. So and I'll encourage everybody out there to, you know, when you get your money, save it up, invest it. You know, don't just spend it all at, at once. Don't spend it all on, you know, liabilities or anything like that. Save and invest your money for sure. I'm going to clap for that guy. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Let's go. Um, they're asking here in the comment section, are, are they amateurs? Some of them are amateurs and some are not. Um, we'll get more to their stories a little bit um, toward the end of the show, Trevor. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in live here. Um, yeah, um, going back to the question, since uh, you're any uh, shows, any music, uh, any any yeah, stuff, that was like, a great answer, man. I do whatever, like whatever free time. It's, it's not even nothing, it's nothing specific. specific. It's nothing specific. You watch yeah, any other sports? Yeah. When it's on, yeah, I watch yeah. football, basketball. Like that. Okay, they Laker. put me on to all the new music. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what are some of the put, put us on? I don't listen to the I new stuff. I listen to it basically on the radio, the baby and stuff like that. Oh, okay, baby. for sure. Hello, G. I know you listen to more of the OGs, right? We we, we had a long combo <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Like Nas, Biggie, yeah, Tupac. fabulous. Yeah, fab. New York. Yeah, but uh, too. Oh yeah, I love I love bachata. I like how Trevor said Anthony, bachata. Come on, Trevor. <laughs> so so you like uh, some of the Hispanic music as well? Yeah. Aren't you part um, Dominican, so Puerto Rican? My mom is Puerto Rican, Dominican, and my father is uh, African American. Okay, so you got a little bit of everything, man. Mm -hmm. A little mixture of everything. Um, any, any? <laughs> I know. I was gonna ask you if you like any like specific Puerto Rican food or anything like that, but um, aro amarillo with like pollo frito. And he has an accent. Look at that. <laughs> Damn. Just gaining a lot of fans right now. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. Um, any other questions you have, Chris, for them or? I got some question about your guys' nicknames. Is that does that have anything to do with your style? I know you got homicide over here. I think you just got Oh, did you? What? What's that one? What's the new one? Oh, Electrify? Electrify. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can tie that in there. We can switch it up. We can switch it up. <laughs> no, but um, as far as my nickname goes, I'll always like, so my last name is Hess. My name is Anthony Hess. And just throughout my, just my life, I always was like rhyming my name with okay. different things like in Hess, Hess, Hess. And um, when I when I when I was fighting, I kind of keep like a um, like a smooth, slick style, you okay. know. So it's real kind of finesse, like you yeah. feel me. Okay. So if you notice, finesse has the end of it is Hess. So uh -huh. I kind of just put took finesse, I plug my last name in there, and then uh, the rest was history. Yeah. We we in the gym sometimes I say uh, I say to Hess, do Guillermo Rigondeau. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, he start you know doing the movements can, like that. Can we see a little bit of that? A little, oh, you a little want to, want me to get well, up? You can, see a little he can bit. do a lot of things, but, <laughs> but he got some Gar definitely got some Pernell Whitaker and up some okay. Guillermo Rigondeau. Uh, he's not gonna let you touch him very easily. Hey, there you so. go. For sure, for sure. A homicide. Where did that come? That's that sounds very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> well, really, it could be like. Well, you know, it's like I'm a side nerd kill. But it could also be about how, um, you know, outside the doors. You know, okay. A lot of people you know, yeah. get killed, you know. Yeah. Little things like that. Little Big things, not little things, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. He got one of those right hands. That's why ah, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, really. He's like, he's like, I do. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to get hit by Sincere's right hand flush. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, there's a good chance you're going to touch the canvas. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and, I, I, and I believe um, that the debut that he had fought against had felt it mm. when he had blocked it. And that kind of it was making it was 
he was running the whole fight, especially after after a, a stiff jab. So um, that's why we call him homicide in here. There was actually another guy that used to be in here named Lonnie that was on homicide too. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing with him. He had a right hand that, uh, yeah, oh, he had uh, knocked down Tom Zadamick in here in, in the exact ring that we're in in sparring. You know, Adamick was a huge name in the heavyweight division, mm-hmm. and Lonnie at the time was just a cruiserweight, but he yeah, too yeah. had that pop. So uh, you don't get that name around here at Jackrabbits, mm-hmm. to, just, you just, know, you know, to be called homicide unless you got that pop. And so. speaking, speaking, speaking of his right hand, so there were times where I wasn't boxing. I'd just come to the gym and spar, you know, every mm-hmm. little bit here and there. And um, you know, these, these guys are getting older as I'm working. You know, they're getting yeah. older and getting stronger and stuff. And I come in and spar, you know, thinking I'm gonna just do what I usually do, mm-hmm. just come on boxing around. So I get nervous and sincere, and um, you know we're boxing, we're boxing, we're boxing, and the motherfucker caught me. I'm like, this seven, like I said, he was seven when we first. This motherfucker caught me, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get my fat ass out of here if I'm not, gonna, if I'm not doing it for real. So uh, yeah, he got a, he got a good right hand, like Trevor said. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and Nemo, they gotta find you in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the nickname I had since I was a kid. Like okay. so instead of saying Nehemiah, they'll say Nemo. Nemo, uh, hey, little, there you go. A little short deviation. Yeah. Nice. How how would you describe your fighting style for people that don't haven't uh, seen you fight yet? I pro- I'm I'm not I'm kind of a dry fighter. Okay. But there, <laughs> <laughs> but there's that but there's the side of me that gets that can that turns it up. Okay. So. He's he not a dry fighter. Like <laughs> he's what I what I say with, with Nehemiah is that um, he does his best when he's not swagging out. Okay. There's a lot of fighters that don't swag out. Earl mm-hmm. Spence is one of those fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya, uh, Felix Trinidad, Fernando Vargas comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Nehemiah is a guy like that. He dresses down on defense. He comes forward. Um, he tries to crowd your space and get you know to, close to you where, where he can start to touch you up. He not he you know with Hess and and and, and same thing with Sincere. They they they. Uh, they like to run you into shit. So um, it, he, he likes to walk you down. So yeah. different styles. But it's great even exploring these these fighters' different temperaments. And, uh, you know, it, it's a big responsibility on Ivan's part and my part to, to come up with uh, training that, that fits their identity and fits their personalities in the ring. So things that I work on with Hess and things I work with Sincere, things I work with Nehemiah or any of the other fighters, it, it's all dif- differs. Same thing with Ivan. It, it all matches who they are and who their character is. 100 percent uh let's talk a little bit about sparring man i'll post i'll post uh, some short clips of you guys uh because it does get pretty competitive i'm pretty sure you guys have fun in there uh, can you guys describe the as- atmosphere here at the jackrabbit boxing academy uh specifically sparring i know you guys are very competitive you guys have said that repeatedly mm-hmm. but um can you guys describe just just that that feeling in the building when it's time to sparring going against each other for me, it's just it's just wartime now. It's, you know, it's like close I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's just wartime because you know when we fight or spark against anybody else, they're not going. They're not going to go in there and touch it. You know, can't play boxing, huh? Yeah, they're not going to go in there and touch with us. So we got to, you know, get ourselves prepared. I mean, they got days where they, you know, they got days where they don't got headgears on, where they are touching with each other. But yeah. listen, when 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 it's time and the lights are up, you know. Um, they got to be competitive with each other, and it's gonna. It's 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 crazy because even within the stable, you can sometimes feel the friction from each other. Yeah, because that's that's. I the, saw that. Yeah, I that's, sensed that's, it. that's they're going at it with each other and so yeah. forth. But we love it. Listen, there's it, this is this is one thing about uh, Ivan always says this, and it might rub a lot of trainers out there the wrong way, but I believe what he says is absolutely correct. A lot of people in boxing are sensitive. It's weird. And, uh, you know, when, when, when the stable, when one, let's just say you have another trainer in here 
and your fighter gets the best out of, out of that yeah. other fighter, they feel a certain type of way about it. Ivan and I are both under the mindset we'd rather happen it right here when we're not underneath the lights and we're in here and we're in here developing the craft and figure out what needs to be done versus when we're underneath the lights. Yeah. And we were convinced that we had a fighter that was going to be successful and he just got clipped. So um, we definitely try to try to drill that mentality into our fighters. And we also try to create that environment. Uh, like I said before, Ivan is incredible at making that environment. Um, I try to make things as emotional as, as, as possible. It's weird because outside of the gym, when I'm training the fighters, I'm very, I'm very almost strategic and sterile. But when it's time with the sparring, I want them to feel that high intensity with the emotions yeah. because uh, that's what they're going to be encountering. Definitely, 100%. Uh, especially when, when there's crowds and you guys said there might be a limited amount of people around the area. People are going to be talking shit. You know, oh, yeah. you can, you're going to be hearing the coaches. They're going to be saying he's tired. He ain't got shit on you. So um, I definitely feel you on that. I mean, it's it's a roller coaster as far as emotions as well. Especially in Mexico. I mean, like, <laughs> you're talking about the most passionate. The, look, uh, yeah. There would be no boxing without 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 Mexican fans. That's just For sure. that's 100 percent correct. They, Mexican fans drive boxing and going there to uh, Rosarito. It's, it's only like 30 minutes uh, south of of Tijuana and yeah. Tijuana is obviously very famous for creating fighters yep. and, and so forth a very rich boxing history not talking about a country that has the richest boxing uh history in the world which is Mexico so when we go down there um you know we want to we want them to already know what to expect yeah because even even though the right now with COVID that the ring is sort of set to the side it's not to the, the side that much we're only talking about um a good 15 yards away from people mm, that are okay. seated down and uh, drinking beer and having hot wings or, or, or tacos, so yeah. they're gonna feel it like like Sincere said. And we're in here. We gotta we we gotta get them ready for it. So. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of people will boo just because if you don't fit their style that they want to see, the, yeah, you know, yeah, it's sure. it's not always pleasant for the crowd, regardless of your style. But you can't please everybody. But well, anyway, before we let you guys get out of here, man, great conversation. You guys, you, uh, you. you guys did very good. We learned a lot about you. But before we go, anything you wanna just say to, to anybody, boxing fans, to the people who are going to be tuned in, hopefully they're streaming it and we get that link. Anything you guys want to get off your chest? or And also make sure to uh, get your ads in there where they can follow you guys. Okay. Oh, you guys. Well, we just want to say thank you for all the support. Thank you for supporting you know, your guys' podcast. Thank you guys for having us. And, um, yeah, I mean, tune in. You know, Long Beach Jackrabbit, we got a great stable of fighters, great stable of fighters, and we all should be world champions. We all will be world champions one day. Hey. And um, once that happens, then pretty much we'll be on the map as the, well, we already know as the best boxing gym, you know, in the world. But once we get those belts behind us, then it will be for sure, for sure stamped. And um, my, at, my Instagram ad is at Hess, H-E-S-S, invest. So it's at H-E-S-S-I-N-V-E-S-T-S. And that just goes, ties into the, what I was telling you guys about the financial literacy and the investing and everything like that. So yes, we would love to hear more about that. And I'm sure in the future we'll get all you guys on, um, especially when you're world champions, right? Because you guys, you guys will get there. But thank you very much, man. Thank you for joining us and thank you, thank you for the great conversation. Uh, Mr. Sincere, anything you want to get off your chest? Tell the people, tune in and uh, yeah, where can they follow to you? To me and my guys on the 29th. Yeah, you said everything basically. So follow me on at Sincere D Brooks. No space, Sincere D Brooks. And yeah, tune in. Definitely. Thank you for joining us, man. And, um, you know, I saw you putting in some work yesterday. Great job. I'm, I have no doubts that you're ready once again, Sincere. Uh, Nemo. I want to thank my family, uh, especially my wife, Clara, for holding it down and 
you know, watching my two beautiful daughters while I'm out here mm. trying to make, well, we'll make this happen. And uh, her family, her side of the family, my, my side of the family, I just want to appreciate, I just really appreciate my family uh, doing what they're doing for me while I'm over here. 100%. And uh, you can follow me at Nemo underscore 93. Hey, man, thank you guys. Great conversation. We're going to get some of the, these other guys to type for a little bit. We're going to get some of the other guys on. But um, Chris, you have any last questions? General comment, guys. Just thank you for opening the doors to, to us. Uh, again, we're also, you know, from here from Long Beach, so it's, it's great seeing Long Beach, you know, fighters, you know, start on the come up. Trevor, doing a great job, man. Uh, just want to say thanks for coming. You guys are gonna be seeing our faces. I'm not saying we're gonna be the LE setbacks, but we're gonna be here. A you guys are gonna be better now. <laughs> we're gonna be seeing us, uh, and uh, once again, thank you guys for having us. Uh, can't wait to have you guys back on. You know, we just had a, a couple a couple minutes, but I know there's so much more that we, we would like to talk, get to, you guys, get to know you guys a little bit more. So just thank you. Thank you. Sit tight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get some of the other um, special guests here. Uh, once again, thank you. And just to piggyback off what Chris said, uh, this is a big deal for us, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys um, don't realize how big it is, but just realizing uh, the community that you guys are building here is beyond boxing. So I just want to thank you guys uh, for showing great maturity, man, at your young ages. I know you feel young, bro. I feel you too. But um, we're going to get some of the other guys here, man. Thank you, guys. You guys, if you're tuning in live, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be back in about two minutes, so stay tuned on the live, all right? We're going to play some short clips here. and. All right, and we are back. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in live, man. The future of boxing here from Long Beach Jack Rabbit Boxing Academy. We're going to go ahead and introduce uh, some of the other guys who are going to be here. Uh, Javion, at least, right? Javion and Ashton is back in the picture. Chris, go ahead and do the intro. Yeah, we have Mr. Javion, the Professor Cardinal. But we'll be making his debut. He fights at 160, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, we're welcome back, Ashton. Back. We got Mr. Finesse, who's on that side. We're just going to mix it up a little bit more today with the boxers here at Jack Rabbit. Again, it's an honor just being here with you guys, you know, seeing, you know, not just when you guys have 15, 20 fights in, but seeing, you know, from the beginning, from where you guys have to hustle in and out. So, I'm, again, it's an honor just being here. So, we're going to start with Mr. JV on. How do, how do you feel? You know, feel great, man. Feel close, great. To, close to fight date. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Tell us a little bit about yourself for the people that are just tuning in, getting to know you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I've been boxing since I was probably about 13 years old. Um, I pursued a career of track. It kind of, you know, it took me to college, got me, got me a scholarship, you know. Um, I took a break from boxing just to pursue, pursue my college mm -hmm. career, pursue my track career. Um, end up end up not working out for me, and, you know, I, I felt right back where, where it's home for me, you know? Yeah. Without boxing, it just felt like it was a, it was a part of me that I was missing, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. I had to get back into it. What, what was a moment in your life that you were like, I, I am meant to be a fighter, I am meant to be a boxer? Um, you know, it was just every everything that was going on around me, you know? It was just like the fight, the fight never stopped outside mm -hmm. of me, you know? I kept, Everything I go through in life, it's, it's, a, it's a fight, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's just, boxing just gave me that, you know, that drive, you know, some, some to actually, you know, look forward to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talk about how, you know, boxing, you know, got ups and downs outside of life. You guys have ups and downs as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if you feel comfortable, you want to share maybe a time where you were down on your luck and how, what you did to, to get out of that, that hole. Anybody can, can, can answer this. Um, at the time when I was down, you know, well, you know, with the whole situation with my um, with with college, they uh, they tried to um, up my up well, not really up up my tuition. Mm -hmm. They tried to up my tuition, and I didn't. My scholarship didn't cover you know the difference in, in mm -hmm. the amount of money that they uh, gave me, and you know I was like fumbling back and forth, like what do I do? Do I take out a loan? You know. You know, I had uh, coaches in my ear saying that they were going to up my scholarship, which they never did. So it was just like, it felt like everything, was, the tables were turning. Everything was falling apart. Everything that I worked for was just, you know, folding, folding right in front of me. So it was just something that, you know, it was just like, it was like, all right, it's time to like, you know. And first of all, I went to, I went to West Virginia University. So mm -hmm. it was like, I, I felt really homesick out there. Uh, uh, it was. You know, I had to get back to Long Beach. I had to get back home. So mm. yeah. that's that's really where that come where that yeah, as far as that goes. <laughs> yeah. So now you're 22, making your debut. Yes, sir. I've asked this question uh, to the other guys. For you, it's how did you envision? How do you envision? You know, taking those first steps up up the uh, up the up the ring. How do you see that that day coming? Oh man, I see me being confident, me being ready. Um, you know, I'm ready to put on a lesson. That's why they call me the professor. Hey. <laughs> so how did that nickname come, come about? Um, just, you know, off of 
I started calling you the professor. Uh, <laughs> I started calling him the professor. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to be technical, if you want to be technical, if you want to be technical, it was it was a day that Hess came in here. Oh, it was Hess for real. That must have been God's work because oh, I, was, God, hey, God, I, I looked God. at you. Hester had no, I mean, uh, 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 Trevor had no prior knowledge to uh, Hess calling. Nah, God. Right, but yeah. I did say the same thing. So then it was like, it, it, you know, <laughs> you got more than one more than one person That's calling God's you the professor. Work. You know, it was just, it was just, it was just something. It was just something that, you know, stuck with me. So did you come in with like a briefcase, glasses, or? Uh, no, nah, it was just being able to, you know, have a have a mind for it. Oh, okay. Being able to being able to teach it. You know, not only can I not only can I perform it, can okay. I do it, I can also teach it at a at a at a very high level. Oh, okay. And, He's uh, a hell of a goddamn fighter to work hmm. with, man. I've I've had an opportunity to work with a lot of fighters. It's so exciting to work with Javion because he's a sponge. Mm. And he's a, if I if I spend like an hour with him or two hours, same thing with I I spends with the hour, two, three hours with him. Uh, the guy just soaks the shit in. Mm. And uh, it's like, you know, listen, we were just before the podcast that happened. I'll sit down over here on the couch with him. He said, Trev, Trev, check this out. And it's something that we work on. Mm-hmm. And he was showing it to me and he says, oh, man, if I would have perhaps fighter it this way, I would have been able to get it over. The fact that you got a fighter that's looking back at his sparring footage, is look, looking back at his processes, understanding his processes, understanding we're trying to get done in yeah. there, that, that, you know, that's a special kind of dude. Uh, these are the guys that go on and win belts, and they just don't mm-hmm. get a belt, one division. They they go off and get uh, multiple divisions. I do want to say this about uh, about Javion right now. Um, you know, I'm gonna put motherfuckers on notice. He's six foot five. He's 160 pounds. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Let that be known. He's six foot five. He's 160 pounds. He's an athlete. He ran track. He ran hurdles. It was uh, the 400 and the 200, right? Yeah. Yeah. Th- mm-hmm. This is this is Annie's Annie's smart. Yeah, he reminds me of Ash in that way. Uh, he's very cerebral, um, and he knows his he knows his processes. He's aware of what he's doing in there, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going he's going to be one that just is going to come up. And he's going to have a lot of momentum with him. Yeah. I guarantee it. I, I'm not going to say um, anybody's names out there, mm-hmm. but uh, we can see those names in eight to twelve fights. Yeah, so that that are moving and shaking at 160. Yeah, yeah. When I saw when I saw you before uh, before the show, I was like. What 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 can, where do you campaign? He said 160. And I was like, I can see you doing also 160, 168, 175. You're like, yeah, down the road, down yeah, the road, yeah, down the road. Big exactly. guy, big guy, yeah. frame. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, Hess is like, I'm taking credit for that nickname, huh? You're yeah, like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Yeah. that was my nickname. <laughs> Shit, I didn't know. Hess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said the same <laughs> goddamn thing. Because so. <laughs> I was telling him because you know Javion does he he does coach a lot of fighters as well, yeah. and, and you don't really know something mm. until you can teach it. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what that that's when that pretty much came to mind for me. I, that I, part. I, I can't. This is my. This, I created the nickname. <laughs> So, yeah. So I mean, to, to pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I walked in the gym one day and he was getting his training on, and it, that's when it kind of clicked, you know. And uh, I think I put it on Instagram. I, I gave him a shout out. Oh, shoot. On you, my Instagram. It was on the digital platform already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. trying and to rub I, it in. Uh, I put it, I put the prof- I put. I added him and I put the professor. Okay. And uh, I guess Trevor saw it, and then he. Obviously. <laughs> subconsciously, subconsciously, Trevor think that, you know. Oh, we gotta see show the receipts, bro. After the show, show the receipts. <laughs> um, and honest, honestly, to tap more into more into that, uh, what Hess said, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't develop like a, a different love for boxing until I started teaching. You know, it was it was a point in time when I was younger and I was one foot in, one foot out, and you know, it, my my heart wasn't all the way in it. But then once I, you know, once Ivan pushed me to start like training, training kids, teaching 
other people how to fight, you know, I, I, I developed a different perspective for it. And so it just showed me like, okay, it kind of, it kind of gave me, you know, a different, a different look at what I need to work on as well. You know, I'm telling this fighter that he needs to work on his needs to do this or damn, I need to work on the same thing. So why do we go, you know, so it just kind of, kind of went hand in hand, you know, it's like, like I said, you don't really know something until you know how to teach it. So definitely. Ashton, who do you believe? Who do you think came up with it? <laughs> uh, He's like, none of y'all. <laughs> I go with his. Uh, okay. One oh. <laughs> All right, um, JV on, let's talk about a little bit about the classes that you do here at Jackrabbit Boxing Gym. Because like you said, you're not only a fighter, you're going to be turning pro, but you're also a trainer here. Yeah. Um, well, I have three different sessions of uh, beginner's classes that I do. One from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., one from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., and 5.30 to 6.30. Um, so I'm, I'm basically here all day, every day, uh, just basically teaching the fundamentals of boxing. You know, I also work with the amateurs uh, a little bit. You know, uh, my guy Danny helps out a little bit with that. So, you know, we kind of tag team as far as that goes. But my main focus is, you know, building, building you know, people who want to, you know, learn how to box, get fit, or even take boxing to the next level. Yeah. We want to start start fighting the amateurs, you know. I give them give them that foundation, you know. Once they start leveling up, go to the amateur class, you know. Uh, uh, graduate from my beginner's class to the yeah. amateur class, and then eventually competing. So you know, and that's it. That you know, it keeps me going. It keeps it keeps me keeps me activated. It keeps my mind going. Um, um, yeah, it's just it like like I said, I'm here. For, I'm here to. I'm I'm the one who opens the gym up and I'm the one who closes it down. So I'm okay. here all day, every yeah. day. So it's 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 being in here so much, you know, it's it, like like Trevor said, it's nothing it's nothing but to soak in everything. Yeah. Being and in. and Hez mentioned that earlier, right? That evolution of when he first started coming here, things are a bit different, more yeah. evolving. Um I'm pretty sure you see that every day. Yeah. Sparring, training For and sure. training kids, right? So um how important and, and what do you take from from your coaches and from the guys around you? Because I'm pretty sure you take from everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things you take from everybody, and how important is that to to yourself as a fighter and your teachings? Um, I honestly take a lot of. I look at people's. Uh, so far, I say they're uh, just how how they carry themselves inside there, you know, and. Different, different, different little technical things that they do. Like I see Ashton do do some like real technical. I'll be like, okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. I see sincere, like even sparring sincere. Like he'll do, he'll do something against me. I'll be like, all right, I'm still in that at your page. So, so expect <laughs> to see that coming right back. You know, expect to see the mirror. Um, but yeah, just it's just like little technical things. Like okay, like like kind of kind of seeing how they put their own style to it. Yeah. And like, well, because we kind of all learn, like Trevor said, he uh, teaches uh, different different things to match our style, but kind of kind of mm-hmm. like in the same same, you know, family. Um, so it's like in, in a sense, we're all we're all learning kind of the same thing. But just molded, a little tweak. Yeah, yeah, just a little tweak. It's like, it's like a talk. shared consciousness. Yeah, 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 like a shared consciousness. So uh, I kind of look at different styles. I'm like, OK, how did he freak? How did he make that into his style? How did he make what we learned into his style, you know? And it's just, I kind of take it, take it apart and, you know, dissect it and 
build into my own style. They all so. got different temperaments too. Javion, <laughs> he being six five, he's agile like a panther. You know, uh, he moves around this ring and he's pawing at you, pawing at you, pawing at you. And like a panther, when you get too close to the son of a bitch, he's going to hit you and kill you. <laughs> so he'll settle down. There's certain dudes that are going to have they're going to have a different kind of style. I got to match that. Ivan's got to match that. The team's got to match that. Uh, mainly, Ivan and I are always having conversations. I, if Ivan and I will have a conversation literally about, uh, you know, a small, you know, a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old, 11-year-old, whatever, just about their style and who they're going to be. With Jerry on here, he's he's excited, man. He's a little bit. Uh, he, he he reminds me a lot of Ali in certain ways, and uh, he could be like Andre Ward too. Uh, he just he, he's just a real exciting young man to work with. So, no, and I know you guys always emphasize that jab, right? With yeah. that length yesterday, yeah. that's all I heard yeah. when you were sparring. Jab, jab, jab. yeah. yeah <laughs> well, he yeah. was working with Joey Beltran, which is the yeah. bare, bare knuckle champion, yeah. big boy, heavyweight, and a, and a mixed martial arts legend. So um, that weighs probably I would I would assume like two forty. Right? Joey's pretty big. Right? Yeah, he almost hundred pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost hundred pounds heavier. But it's another thing too. Um, Joey it, it, it talked to me, and then uh, Adam Castro, which works with uh, which was Joey, and and then. Uh, I said, well, shit, let me hit a vibe. And I hit a vibe. And I said, all right, what's up? And, you know, on this look. And he said, man, you know, Javion's, Javion's ready. He's, he's already been in, in there with some huge names, when he, even when he was younger. So we, we let the work happen. But we had to be on him with the jab because if not, Joey was going <laughs> to hunt him down with, with that pressure and, and just that pure size. It was a size yeah. thing. So I just, you know, Ivan and I, under our instruction, wanted him to turn him, which he kept doing, and peppering him with the jab. And uh, worked the angles on him, and uh, he was very successful yesterday. We're very happy with the work. So, hundred percent. I'll be posting some clips, man. Nothing too crazy, but yeah, I'll yeah, be man. tagging you on that, bro. But um, you have all your stable mates, same card. You're making your professional debut. How does that feel, man? Oh man, it's great. Um, just to be able to accomplish that success with the ones who you know put in the work with you. You know, go through what you go through on a day to day basis. You know, me and Ashton started out. At the same time, like, I, mm. I, honestly, I've, I've probably told you guys this story before, but I kind of tricked Ashton into, <laughs> into, into, into boxing, into competing, uh, you know, because one day we came in here, this long before he was even Jackrabbit, long before. Mm. Um, and, you know, we, we, we just wanted, wanted to learn how to box. You know, we, we, we would box in a garage a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. and just do off of what we see on TV and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, once we got in here, you know, it, it, it kind of took, it kind of got me amped about it. It kind of, kind of pumped me up. Mm -hmm. And I came to Ivan one day. I'm like, can you, can we, can we compete? Can we find the amateurs? He like, he asked us over and over again. You sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do this? I said, yeah. I looked, uh, he asked Ashton. I gave Ashton a look like, you better say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that's kind of how we just got started in that. And from there, you know, it's just now we fast forward to now. It's just like, nice. we started, we started out, uh, on the same day, now we pro debuting on the same day. It's it's, it's something special. So, hey. so it's, it's it's nothing but fireworks. That's yeah. gonna happen on August 29th. Nice, August 29th. Yes, sir. You know, these guys still have to follow the rules that make weight. Do you guys have trouble making weight? Are there certain foods that you guys yeah. can't eat? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Depressing. I mean, you guys are, you guys are young. You shouldn't have too much trouble, right? Man, yeah. if you look at me, like I got like two percent body fat as it is. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, so it's just like naturally I walk around probably like 180, 170, okay. 175. Um, but being able to, you know, and I love to eat. I love to yeah. eat. 
Uh, so just being able to discipline myself, that's a fight within itself, you know, mm-hmm. but making weight, that's, 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 that's the big battle. You know? Yeah. I feel like the fight would come easy. Once, mm-hmm. once you make weight, you know, it's, you go all good. Now you just got to go out there and execute. So, yeah. be, and be a dieting is a, is a big part of yeah. it. You know, I eat, I've never ate so much salad and, and <laughs> vegetables and fruit before mm-hmm. until now. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Ivan stays on these boys though. Yeah. They're wearing it. They got a, they got sweatsuits on and wearing, yeah. and they've been on ice. They had to do the ice bath uh, every day, every day. Every day. <laughs> so to fire up their metabolism, um, obviously too for inflammation and so forth. So uh, you know, believe it or not, he's one sixty five right now. Mm. Uh, this guy is going to be fighting at one hundred thirty. He's one hundred thirty eight right now. Okay. He's more than ready. On track. Ashton's always on track. Always sharp. Mm. Everybody in here, the making weight shit. It it just it comes, they were, we got them working so hard all the time. It was like today I sat down, I, sometimes I forget we got a fight. And I said, man, Ra- Roscoe sounds really good right now. Right, right? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, like, Ash- it may be happen for Ivan and I. But. Yeah. <laughs> Ashton, any, any, any cheat sheets or none? Uh, I'll, no, I haven't. Is it not? <laughs> nice. So with, the, with this COVID thing, um, we've, we've seen on top ranks, you know, some younger fighters getting opportunities that they would have otherwise not have gotten it, you know, having been televised on TV. Uh, I'll, I'll ask Trevor this, this question. If, if an opportunity, you know, presented itself maybe five, six, seven fights in, would you consider taking, taking those, those, those fights, Trevor? I'd have to talk with Ivan, but I, mm. I think it's safe to say absolutely. I mean, oh. yeah, we're not, we're not, mm. you know, we're, we're, we're here for legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ivan and I, we're not doing this because we want high fives. Um, him and I don't, at least, you know, we don't want to be your friends. Mm. Um, the w- same way that these young men think about competing against world champions in their division. Yeah. I know Ivan and I talk about uh, beating other trainers. Yeah. So, um, ah, yeah, man. that's, a, you know, we're, I, him and I both are students of the game. Um, Hess has said it earlier that the training that Hess was getting with me and Ivan five years ago is much different than what he's getting now. Um, we're committed to this process just as much as these young men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're out there. We learn just, just as much as them. We study just as much tape. We're completely uh, disciplined and, uh, you know, shit. I can't, in between him and I, there's been, you know, hundreds of, thousands of hours, if not, if not, you know, enough to make everyone go mm-hmm. crazy. I'm watching yeah. video when, when I'm, when I'm using the restroom, watching video, yeah. fighting sleep, yeah. watching video when I'm driving. We're out there, we're, we're, we're learning, we're, we're committed to it. Yeah. We get that call, we're going to take it, especially with this, uh, this stable of young men that we have. Every one of them is a, is a fucking killer. Every one mm-hmm. of them is a winner. And, uh, if, you know, we're excited to live up to it. Nice. So. What would it mean for for you guys, you know, for Trevor to one day, you know, because that day will come, whether it's, you know, 10th fight in or 15th fight in, what would it mean to you guys getting that call, you know, saying you guys are going to fight on uh, national television? What would it mean? Anybody can answer this one. Uh, I just think that it would mean that we're on the right path, you know, that we're doing everything mm. that we're supposed to do and that we're walking, you know, on our purpose. Because mm. when those type of opportunities present themselves and you know, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing everything right. Mm-hmm. And um, when that day comes, you just got to, you know, we just got to be ready. So we just got to stay in the gym. We got to be constantly mm-hmm. working, continuously working, continuously building, continuously growing. And when that day comes, like I said, mm-hmm. we'll be ready. Yeah, yeah it, it helps too. Like I've had a fighter, I've had a fighter on a uh, fight on NBC before, uh-huh. had a fighter on Showtime, had a fighter on uh, Box Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what it's like, what that pressure is like underneath the lights. Yeah. Um, I also know... I got a good nose to sniff the, the men mm. that are capable of that. Okay. You know, Ashton is, is a man of very few words. He's quiet over there. 
But um, <laughs> listen, if, if you got a, a call that we were that that COVID wasn't here and we were going to debut as a third or fourth uh, undercard that was going to be televised for you know a show with PBC or DAZN or Golden mm -hmm. Boy or whatever direction that you know we decided to go, um, I know that he would live live up to it and uh, he would come through with the drip. That's mm. everybody that we fuck with in here. Um, mm. it, it's literally a top down sort of thing. Um, yeah. And it, it's also that we're always having conversations with the young men and we're, we're trying to help them not just manage, uh, you know, acquiring skills and their craft, but mm. also who they are as people, how they're yeah. going to how they're going to handle when they're underneath the lights, you know, that they're going to be ready and letting them all know that everybody that you've uh, you've met today on the podcast, including including Andres, is not here that we believe that these young men have what it takes to be world champions, and that's mm -hmm. where we're going with it. Nice. Yeah. So, Trevor, you've been, uh, you've been in the boxing game for, for, for a good span of time. Enough to have my heart broken is what I should yeah. say. You, know? <laughs> you guys had asked if uh, anybody that's out there that's looking to start boxing, mm. uh, know that everything worth, worth it in life, mm. it takes, you're going to get your heart broken yeah. if it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to take some time. You know, yeah. I'd had a fighter fight for the heavyweight championship of the world mm -hmm. uh, when I was working with Jesse Reed. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, got us at Wembley Arena, uh, yeah. which is a huge arena out there in the U.K. Yeah. And uh, he, he fell short. And uh, I can tell you that I don't want that to happen again. And that, that for, for a while, it actually checked me out of boxing. Mm -hmm. And uh, that Ivan actually got me back in boxing mm -hmm. to come back. Um, yeah, th this is we're we're in this because we want to make history. And that's the same thing you had mentioned, Robert Garcia, about putting Oxnard on, on, on the planet. Uh, you know, not that Oxnard wasn't on the planet, but definitely as yeah. far as a boxing perspective. Yeah. And there's so many other trainers out there, Hall of Fame trainers that, mm -hmm. that have done their things. And we admire and study and look mm -hmm. up to every one of them. And we're definitely, yeah. you know, all that video that they put up there. Um, I know I'm getting, I'm watching it and mm -hmm. uh, I'm learning and mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to hear what they say in the corner. Yeah. I even got it. <laughs> even certain guys in the corner that I just love hearing. Yeah. Uh, and especially Emmanuel, Emmanuel Stewart. And, nice. and, and same thing with Robert, same thing with Freddie. So. Nice. Yeah. My, my question would be, you, you have that been in the game, you've seen the, you know, both the good side and the dark side of, you know, boxing, the politics, yeah. you know, what, what, how do you protect your guys from, from, from that side? Uh, the most thing that we can do to protect them is to actually prepare them mm -hmm. because you, you, you know, no matter what, boxing is always going to have an A side and a B side. Mm -hmm. You yeah, remember when Floyd fought Oscar De La Hoya, that he essentially was a B side. I, I, I believe yeah. that there was a glove dispute that had gone. Yeah. Uh, down that uh, that Floyd had to concede to Oscar because Oscar was the A side. The dark side of uh, the dark side of the boxing politics often happens when you haven't prepared your fighter for that moment where he's on the big stage. Um, it's Ivan and I's responsibility to have our fighters ready for when they get the, on the big stage. I can never be under the assumption that we're going to be the A side. For example, when Sincere debuted uh, two weeks ago uh, or three weeks ago in, in Rosarito, he's actually on the B side. Like I said, the family had cried. And uh, the trainers had cried, and I could really see that they wanted that young man to, uh, to win. Sincere went over there and broke some hearts, and that's what he was supposed to do. And that's a reflection of what Ivan and, and, and myself and Zoe and Daniel and a whole bunch of other people that are involved with, you know, Jack Rabbits had, had, had gotten ready for it. So as far as the, the, the dark side is con concerned, I can always – there's a lot of, uh, you know, shitty characters in boxing, you know, that are, that are out there that will hustle you. But these, you know, everyone that I sit at the table with, they're from Eastside Long Beach. You know, we, you know, not to, not to sound a certain way, but we got pimps and hoes across the street. You know, there's, there, you know, this is, there's gangs around the area and so forth. They're not just going to have somebody come over here with the, with the, with the silver tongue and be able to hustle them. 
that's not going to happen. They're, they're all smart young men, um, and they're just not going to fall into that dumb shit. So I don't ever have to worry about that dark side of boxing as far as them being hustled into some dumb shit. Um, and Ivan and I are never going to worry about them being taken advantage of because we're preparing them. We're not preparing them for Mexico. We're preparing them for their title shot. And that's literally when we're, when, when we're yelling at them, you know, a, a drop left hand and a debut in Rosarito might not that be of a big might might not that be a big deal, because you're still more talented, you're still more athletic, you're still more disciplined. You're going to get away with it, but that's going to be a big deal when it's your 16th fight, your 18th fight, your 20th fight, or if you're in a position to fight for a title. We're in here. We're correcting habits for the bigger picture. Yeah, shout out to everybody tuning in live. Sean is here from Just Boxing Live. Shout out to our boy Jesse. He's here tuning in live as well. Thank you guys for the shout outs. And uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get um, close out the show. Let's go 10 more minutes, guys. Um, JV on. Professional debut, man. What can people expect? Uh, like I said before, I'm ready to put on a lesson, ready to put on a boxing lesson. Um, ready just to go out there with the stick to the game plan. I'm not gonna rush anything. I just let the knockout come. You know, that's that's what I, I want. I want want a knockout, but I'm not gonna rush it. I'm not gonna not gonna force anything. Just you know, do what I know as far as establishing the jab. You know, starting just putting on a putting on a boxing a boxing lesson. So definitely, hundred percent. And where can people follow you? Uh, follow me at on Instagram at Javion Cardinal. That's J A I V I O N. C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L. Yes, sir. Any last shout-outs you want to give? Oh, well, shout-out to you guys. For hey, having us, that's what's yeah. up. Thank hey. you very much, man. I appreciate it. Hey. Hey. Yeah, for sure. Hess, uh, any last shout-outs you want to give before we get everybody on? Uh, yeah, like I said, thank you all for having us. Uh, we appreciate it, and we appreciate, you know, well, we look forward to, you know, doing more podcasts and doing more business with you guys in the future. As we grow, you guys are going to grow for sure. So. Hey. Thank you very much, sir. We're going to get everybody on uh, as we close the show. So we're going to take another quick break, guys. Stay tuned. Um, We're going to be right back. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, ready to close out the show. Before we let you guys go, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning in, man, showing these young men support. Make sure to go follow them on Instagram. Make sure to tune in. Uh, we're going to have that link coming up shortly here with uh, Ivan and Trevor, man, to the live fights, hopefully, in Rosarito, Mexico. Uh, guys, before we get out of here, Trevor, Ivan, any last words you guys want to, uh, any last shout-outs you guys want to give, uh, the specific dates and venue? August 29th. Rosarito, live link in bio, follow LB Jack Rabbit Boxing. Yes, on sir. Instagram. How excited are you, one through ten? One through 10? I, won't, I won't be excited until we get a multiple world champion. Hey, right. that's right, what I'm talking go. about. Trevor, any last words? Uh, no, you know, I just want to thank everybody. Th- thank you, Ivan, for giving me back in boxing. Because 
Lord knows I was over it. And uh, thank you, every one of these young men that allowed me to uh, work with them and develop the craft and uh, got my passion back, got the spark back. And, uh, hey, we're going we're gonna to do some, some great things around here. So Yes, sir. Who will be fighting uh, August 29th? Uh, just so everybody knows the name of all these young gentlemen. Uh, we got Javion, the professor. Javion. We got Ashton. Ashton. H2O. Yep. Hess. Hess. Mr. Finesse. <laughs> Homicide Brooks. Yes, sir. Nemo. Nemo. Yes, sir. Good luck to all you guys, man. We wish you guys the best. Very excited oh, for all of you, man. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And Andres. Andres. He's not here. Oh, yeah. He came early this morning and he took off. Yeah, he had some business to take care of, huh? I, yeah, I was yeah. speaking to him yesterday a little bit. But, um, yeah, tune in, everybody. Make sure uh, to tune in. The future of boxing here, a lot of these faces you guys will be seeing uh, very often, I'm sure, and for the next decade or so. So, man, stay tuned. From my part, I just want to thank you guys once again for hosting us. Uh, thank you for hosting us yesterday, for allowing us to get all that great footage. Uh, a lot of that stuff uh, will be posted, so stay tuned. It's going to be on Instagram, at Against DA Ropes, and make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's going to be up on there as well, and we'll make sure to uh, share the link, man. Thank you, guys. Can I throw Listen. one thing in there? Go ahead, go ahead. Javion and, uh, and Andreas are both looking for sponsorships uh, for their fights. So if you could uh, follow Javion at uh, his Instagram, you already plugged you, right? And uh, same thing with Andres Mendoza. Uh, Mendoza. These guys are going to, you know, they're looking for sponsors. Just to know when young fighters are out there turning pro, uh, obviously it costs money. You got to travel. You know, man, these outfits now, the way that these kids are coming through, man, you <laughs> know. Drip. Yeah, they're coming out <laughs> dripped uh, and, you know, and, and so forth and just the whole momentum behind it. But, yeah, we would definitely appreciate it if you can help out our fighters out there, anybody out there that's in a position to help them out. We greatly appreciate it. I just want to say, guys, thank you. Uh, it was a, it was an honor meeting uh, this group, this group of young men, uh, getting to know your personalities. You know, you know different different kinds of personalities, but we can tell that you guys all have like that heart. We're so proud that you guys are, you know, putting the the bricks down. You know, putting that foundation for Long Beach. You know, putting Long Beach is already on the map, but you guys are just gonna, you know, shed light in this community. So I'm just honored to be here. Can't wait to see what the road has for each and each and every one of you guys. So thank you. Yeah, once again, the page for Jackrabbit is what? LB Jackrabbit, right? LB is that Jack correct? LB Jackrabbit Boxing. LB Jackrabbit Boxing. Make sure to follow them. If anybody wants to take classes here, you guys see these guys are great gentlemen, very nice, very welcoming. Um, and I'm going to let you guys uh, bring us out, man. Anything you want to say is on y'all. Get him with a freestyle. Hey. Pass, come on. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go, if Jesus walks with here, he'd be on it. Yeah. Hey, on, I know you got some bars, something doing to do with boxing. I, I know you got something. Get a little battle room. You better perform underneath those lights and Rosarita better than this. Right. <laughs> chance no. nah, nah but we do we do uh we do have dance battles here though but that's we do that, some thumps yeah 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 that, that's when the doors are closed and uh you know we we've, we've been training all day so <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen i think that's it for us today uh, i'm pretty sure we're going to do a lot more episodes with you guys once again thank you very much make sure to follow all each and every one of them make sure to follow us and uh we'll be back soon man thank you very much jack rabbit boxing that's right. yes sir I know I sound the fun guy. <laughs>
Thank you very much.